You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice podcast. This is episode 54, Put Imposter Syndrome at Ease. My name is Jillian Faldbo, and I am the business and life coach for biofield tuning practitioners who want to turn their practice into an aligned career that points toward freedom, fulfillment, and flexibility. This is Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. Hello, my friend. Today, I am coming to you with the topic of imposter syndrome. (laughs) And I actually feel like this is really important to address because so many of us are walking around with this syndrome and not even knowing it. And there's probably a handful of us walking around who do know that we have it and we're letting it prevent us from getting out there and and serving our community. So first, I'm going to define what imposter syndrome is, and then we're going to take a look at how this shows up in your practice and in your business. And then last, I'm going to give you an exercise to do that will put the pattern of imposter syndrome at ease. All right, so let's define exactly what imposter syndrome is. Um, This definition is from Wikipedia. Psychological pattern in which people doubt their accomplishments and have a persistent, often internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Okay, can you relate to that? Here's another one from Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. A false and sometimes crippling belief that one's successes are the product of luck or fraud rather than skill. All right, so... Those two definitions basically sum up imposter syndrome. So just, you know, in the way that I would describe it is that we have some sort of fear or doubt within us that prevents us from owning our own accomplishments, from acknowledging our own achievements. And what's interesting to me is that this term was coined in 1978 among two scientists who were actually studying high-achieving women. And they also found that some men had this experience of imposter syndrome. So this is something that we can experience uh, very common when we're starting something new, such as graduating biofield tuning practitioner training and starting your own practice. But even those who have been in practice for a while, me, can still doubt their achievements or feel unworthy to accept recognition. Recognition. Um, I think sometimes it can be perceived as humility, like from outside, like, oh, wow, she's so humble or he's so humble. But there's a difference between humility and lacking confidence and, and having this Um, lack of confidence get in the way of moving forward. Um, And so how that one of the ways that this showed up for me recently, and I caught myself, I went, oh my gosh, um, is that um, someone mentioned, you know, they were really excited to meet me in person. Um, They've been following the podcast and, um, and just following me, uh, you know, as a mentor and a coach. Um, and I, I found myself saying, oh my gosh, she's going to be so underwhelmed by meeting me. She's going to look at me and be like, really? And I, I just, I heard myself say it and I believed it. 
And um, anyway, like we all, no matter where we are in our practice, no matter what our definition is of success, things like this come up. And it's just so important to become aware of because we can really look at it from an objective point of view and redirect our minds and redirect our belief into something that's going to serve us more. So where does this come from? Where does this imposter syndrome come from? It actually comes from quite a few different places. One of those places is, uh, you know, many of us who have had this pattern play out, we've had childhoods where we were, you know, harshly judged um, by our parents or other authoritative uh, adult figures. And then, of course, um, those of us with different identities, um, gender, race, age, sexual orientation, you know, were criticized or belittled in previous experiences. Um, And then there's also a link to um, those who experience on a regular basis, like self-doubt, fear of failure, anxiety, um, those who are more introverted. And we also know that with the work that we do is that we inherit our emotional patterning and beliefs and responses from our ancestors and even past lives. So if we had ancestors, which many of us did, who spoke the truth or did something radical and out of the norm, they were persecuted, right? And so there's also that underlying fear there that it's not safe for me to accept recognition. It's not safe for me to be seen for who I truly am. It's not safe for me to take credit for my accomplishments. Okay, so first, I just want to normalize this phenomenon, if I haven't done that already. (laughs) Because if this is something that you can relate to or you experience on a regular basis, it doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. Okay, in fact, it means that you're a human being. So welcome, earthling. (laughs) Welcome to human beingness. And truthfully, there's no way to really get rid of imposter syndrome that I can see, but there are definitely ways to work with it. And I'm going to share with um, that with you more towards the end of the episode coming in a few minutes. But one way to tell if this is something that's playing out for you is to become aware of your response when someone acknowledges an accomplishment or acknowledges you, right? If someone thinks you're absolutely fantastic and they can't wait to meet you, what is your response to that? Another way to tell if this is playing out for you is if I ask you, what have you accomplished in your life and you can't give me anything, that for sure is a sign that you're not taking ownership of your accomplishments, right? So last week I mentioned, this. here's another way that this um, plays out for me. Um, I went to a, a coaching conference and one of the speakers, Rachel Hart, who helps women stop over drinking. Um, She has a podcast. You can check her out. Uh, I think it's called Take a Break from Drinking. Uh, She talked about imposter syndrome and how it shows up for coaches. And um, she said it looks like this, and it's just four words. Yeah, but what about? So she asked us where this shows up in our life. 
And mine was around this powerlifting meet. I know I keep talking about it, but it is like a big event in my life right now. <laughs> By the time that it's done, I'm going to be like, okay, what's next? But um, but it was about this. So mine was, you know, people have been coming up to me at the gym, um, acknowledging that, you know, like, are you, are you competing this weekend? That's awesome. Like, that's great. And my response is, yeah, I signed up, but... I didn't make the weight class that I initially signed up for. Well, I'm like totally, totally diminishing the acknowledgement that I was brave and courageous to sign up for the, in the first place. Okay. So that's just an example. So when someone acknowledges something for you, or you're trying to acknowledge something for yourself and your, your response is, yeah, but what about, right? So when we're indulging in the imposter syndrome pattern, we're downplaying and we're dismissing our achievements. So I want you to think about this for your life and your practice. Where does it show up for you? Maybe it's, you know, maybe your accomplishment is getting three new clients. And instead of taking ownership of that achievement, you give the credit to your friend who sent them your way. So let's say, say, hey, you got new th three new clients? That's great. And your response is, yeah, but my friend, you know, she sent them all my way and, you know, is probably just luck, right? Like it was just, you know, that was great. She did that. I didn't really have anything to do with that. Or maybe it's making your first $3,000 in your practice. And instead of celebrating and acknowledging what you did to um, have that achievement, you beat yourself up because you thought you were going to make more that quarter or that month. Maybe you just graduated from practitioner training. And instead of putting yourself out there as a certified practitioner and offering sessions, you're telling yourself that you're still a beginner and you need to practice more before you charge and you don't have as much experience as, you know, other practitioners. Okay. So does any of this sound familiar? If it does, then great, because we have something to work with here. <laughs> and awareness around this, like, yeah, it feels like crap when you're going, well, what the heck? What am I doing that for? Why am I telling myself that? You know, I thought I thought I had surpassed that. I thought I had worked on my confidence. It's okay. Because when we're aware of patterns like this, it puts us back in the driver's seat. When we become aware, we don't take this imposter syndrome on as an identity. And sometimes we do this really unconsciously. Um, and we can recognize that it's simply a pattern. And what we know from doing this work is that patterns can be shifted, right? Okay, so here is the exercise to do to begin to shift this pattern and put imposter syndrome in the back seat so that you can take the reins in your life and in your practice and start owning your accomplishments. So first, identify the accomplishments that you aren't yet taking ownership for. Then, here's the second one. List all of the things you did to create that accomplishment. So take each accomplishment one by one, and you're going to list all the things you did 
to create that accomplishment. For example, the tuner who gives their friend credit for their three new clients, she's not taking ownership for her clients. What did you do that initiated your friend to tell those three people? Maybe you told her you got certified and we're opening up your practice, right? Maybe when the people called, you picked up the phone and you put them in your schedule. We can't dismiss those seemingly small actions because they do matter, right? You could have just not even answered the phone and totally hid. And then number three, and this is one of the things that Rachel Hart also talked about, was that she uh, she has a picture, a few pictures of herself above her computer monitor. And when she was noticing her imposter syndrome pattern kicking in, she had those pictures up and she said, would I discredit this child's accomplishment if they came, if this child came to me and said, I did something great. I wouldn't tell her, yeah, but what about, right? I, I'd celebrate with her. I'd say, good job. So this is the third. So have a picture of yourself as a child, you know, where you're going to see it most often. Maybe it's, you know, near your tuning forks or maybe it's by your bedside table because I'm guessing that you would never tell that child version of you that their accomplishments didn't matter. You would be really proud of little you, right? So by posting those pictures of yourself as a little kid, you know, somewhere you can see them all the time, that will start to train your brain to um, redirect those imposter observations from being cruel, right, to um, seeing more ownership observations, more congratulatory observations, and really, really celebrating your achievements is so, so important to success. Because if you don't take the time to celebrate even the little things, you're going to miss the journey. (laughs) You're going to be always looking for well, what can I do better? What can I do different? What what do I need next? What do I want to get to? Really just sit with where you are right now. So I got coached on this this week because it was coming up for me. And what my coach had me do was list all of the reasons I'm already successful. And that was such a powerful exercise. I was kind of like, I don't want to do that. But I started to do it and it really opened up some space. It really allowed me to see my accomplishments, to see my achievements, to see how I am moving in the direction I want to be moving. And um, I encourage you to do the same thing if that feels right for you. To go back to these three steps, the first one is to identify the accomplishment you aren't taking ownership for. The second is to list all the things you did to create that accomplishment. And the third is to post a picture of yourself as a little kid and start to train your brain out of imposter syndrome. All right, my friend, thanks so much for tuning in and I will catch you next time. Take care. 
If you are loving these podcast episodes, this is the time to start applying these tools to your business and your practice. Consider joining the Grow a Thriving Practice coaching program where you can work on these skills with tailored and individualized support. You'll be a part of a growing and thriving community of thriving practitioners. To learn more, visit JillianFaldmo.com. That's Jillian with a J, Faldmo, F-A-L-D-M-O.com. Thank you.